Welcome back to another episode of Clay, the podcast, courageously leading, always yearning, the podcast for men, desiring to be the best that they can possibly be for his kingdom's cause. My name is Justin, and I am your host, and I'm excited to be uh, sharing with you today, to be talking with you, to be spending a little bit of time with you. Thank you for giving uh, me the time, obviously, as uh, I am playing through your ears right now. Uh, I know you could be listening to a number of other things, and yet you've chosen to uh, listen to this podcast. So my hope is that it adds value to you, uh, that you're able to take uh, this conversation and have continued conversations with other men in your life as we desire to uh, be the men that God has called us to be. It's so easy to get caught up in different roles that the uh, world has for us. And in reality, these roles that the world has for us, and by the world, I just mean just our life, uh, it's easy to get caught up in these things and forget uh, that uh, beneath all of this, there is a, a man inside of you uh, that God has created uh, that is to be uh, the uh, man after his heart. And when we get some things in alignment, then some of these other roles that we have in life that we've uh, been lucky enough to attain from our jobs to our businesses to, uh, more importantly, to our family, uh, to our wives, to our kids, etc., uh, and then uh, on into our roles in the church, in the local church, in ministry, in service, and also uh, just our day-to-day life, our roles as Christians. What does that look like? All of these things are informed by the way that we think uh, of the purpose of being a man and what God created in men. So and that's where this podcast comes from, and uh, that's the heart of it, and uh, we'll be sure to continually uh, repeat that so that uh, you know what you're supposed to do after you listen to an episode of Clay. Uh, you're supposed to share it. You're supposed to have uh, somebody come to mind, another man in your life that you are discipling or being discipled by or talking with. The idea here is that we start a conversation, you continue it. This conversation starts, you continue it. You continue it in prayer, perhaps, or uh, you uh, shoot a text over to your buddy, or uh, you send an email and with the, with the link, and uh, you guys continue the conversation. You continue the conversation so that you can uh, develop uh, your thoughts around these topics and take action. As courageous leaders, uh, we want to take action. We want to take calculated action uh, that is considered And uh, we always, always, always want to be yearning for more Jesus in our lives. So if I could emphasize uh, any two things for you today, courageously lead, always yearn. If you're always yearning for more Jesus, and that is your uh, priority in your life, then the other things are going to fall into place. I do believe that wholeheartedly, and uh, I try and live my best by that uh, day in and day out. Today we're talking about reading, uh, reading books, believe it or not. Uh, hopefully uh, you have a habit of reading. And uh, I I will say this, uh, if you do not have a habit of reading your Bible, reading God's Word every single day, opening up the pages, turning the pages, perhaps using the app, if that is uh, what you need to do on that day. I know when I uh, travel uh, for short stints for work, it is uh, 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 a blessing to have uh, the Bible app on my phone uh, and but there are times when I've definitely been missing uh, just turning those pages. And, and if you do not have that habit on a day-to-day basis, then what I'm about to share with you regarding reading other books, uh, I would like you to set that aside for now and uh, and, and pretend like I'm I'm not talking about that. 
Uh, most people that struggle with a habit of reading uh, the Bible every day, it's not uh, it's not about reading God's Word. It's not uh, God's Word itself that is uh, the issue. It's generally the, the habit. It's generally uh, the, the habit of doing so and the routine that you set up in your life of making that a priority. I would uh, wager to bet that if you are struggling with reading the Word every day, it's just not a priority in your life. And so uh, that is that, that is what I, I would like you to think about, to be praying about, is whether or not the Word is a priority in your life before you pick up any other uh, supplemental material. Uh, the, 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 the Word of God is uh, the, the most important, the most imperative uh, words that you can be reading off of any pages right now. And if you don't have that uh, habit, if you don't have that routine built into your life, if you're not desiring to get into the Word, then that is where your focus should be. That is where your prayer should be. Uh, God, give me the desire to just get into your Word. And then make it a non-negotiable in your life. Make it a habit. Make it uh, something that is recurring in your life. You don't need to wake up in the morning and spend an hour in the Word if you don't have a habit of doing so already. Five minutes. Just start start with five minutes a day. Open up that Bible and start reading five minutes a day. Start there. And I guarantee you will be drawn into His Word. And before you know it, uh, your morning routine will be uh, a bit adjusted so that you can fit more time in, in His Word. Now that being said, gentlemen, there are uh, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of millions of millions of books out there. There's all sorts of information. Uh, there are all sorts of resources out there that we can uh, dive into, that we can read. And the, the interesting thing is uh, publishing is pretty it's pretty open, right? Once you've uh, written something, if uh, somebody likes it and thinks it's going to sell, uh, they will uh, they'll, they'll publish it. Uh, there's also uh, earning uh, contracts and such, so that sometimes an author will uh, sell a book and it'll turn into a book deal, and they're writing more books, right? And uh, there is a uh, issue that many of us fall into where we pick up a good book because it's got a good title or it's catchy or uh, somebody somewhere recommended it. And uh, we start reading it and uh, we start to kind of wonder about the author's theology and uh, their uh, mindset around something or uh, where they're going with a certain topic. I remember there was a book that uh, my wife was actually really enjoying uh, it was a book that neither of us uh, really knew, didn't know the author, didn't recognize it. And about 90% of the book was absolutely fantastic. And then the last chapter, the very last chapter, so it's like page 200 or so of this book, uh, the author totally took a left turn somewhere. And uh, theology-wise, uh, we, were, we were both uh, talking about it and just going, wow, there's a bunch of people reading this. This doesn't, this doesn't square with scripture at all. But the first 90% did. So uh, as you pick up supplemental material, uh, I mean, keep, keep a critical and watchful eye. Just because somebody uh, wrote something and it got published doesn't make it true. Uh, if you want truth, open up your Bible. That being said, I have for you five book recommendations that I have found uh, some immense value in that uh, I recommend often. Uh, these are not my top five absolute most favorite books in the world, but I would say that well, I would say that they are in my, my top list consistently on any given day. If you were to ask me in passing, I may or may not name one of them because I may be thinking about a different book at that period of time. 
but what I have for you is uh, five books. These are no particular order either. I haven't listed them in my personal favorites, uh, ranked one to five or anything of the matter. You'll find the links to these books uh, in the description below or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, you'll, you will be able to uh, click the links and learn more about them. Uh, but I wanted to share these with you. These are five books that have had uh, some impact and some value in my walk with uh, with Jesus. And I, I just, I think there's some some great, great, great value that you can get out of uh, each of these books. And I'm going to do a, a quick um, synopsis of uh, what I got out of them. I don't really want to spoil anything for you in case you haven't read them, uh, but I will uh, touch on uh, why uh, each of these books has had value for me. The first one that I want to recommend to you is Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Uh, now, Wild at Heart is a book that has been around for a while. I would be surprised if you haven't heard of it. Uh, but I'm surprised even more so with how many men haven't actually act, uh, picked it up and read it. I think that getting to the heart of uh, a man and uh, some of those uh, internal uh, explanations of uh, our desires to explore and to uh, have adventure within our life and figuring out the context for that uh, when it comes down to uh, scripture itself and, and God's design for men is extremely important in in identifying uh, kind of where you fit in in this world. Uh, for me, While the Heart is a book that I have read uh, multiple times. I have gone through it with uh, guys multiple times, and it is one that it makes a great companion to uh, your uh, scripture habits. You're getting into the Word. Uh, I think that there are some things that Wild at Heart brings up that lead to some really uh, great conversations uh, as uh, as we are we are men, conversations that we don't typically have, conversations uh, that stem from uh, childhood into our adulthood and can really help you uh, to frame and, uh, and understand um, much of uh, why you kind of feel the way that you, you do about some of these things. Uh, masculinity is uh, not dead. Uh, masculinity is not all toxic. In fact, toxic masculinity is uh, something that uh, the world itself uh, has made into a a, a very uh, interesting conversation in and of itself. There will be a podcast coming soon on that for you. Uh, but if I mean the, the reality is uh, it's it's uh, it's not it's not a problem to be masculine. It's not a bad thing to be masculine. Uh, and uh, I, I just I love the uh, uh, the scripture based way that John Eldridge unpacks that for. Us. And then the second book uh, that I want to throw your way is The Insanity of God. Uh, this probably is one of my all-time favorite books, uh, The Insanity of God by Nick Ripkin. Uh, it is the story of a, a family, essentially, who's called into the mission field, doesn't quite go exactly how they plan on it, and uh, their question is, how does the gospel advance in these areas that are so not welcoming to Jesus and to the gospel itself? And it's uh, it's just a, a beautifully written uh, story, essentially, of Nick Ripkin's journey, meeting and interviewing people in in uh, unreached communities, in which are, are not unreached anymore because of uh, what the the gospel is and the power of, of God in these places. And uh, there are some stories in there that uh, will move you. I'm not really a crier myself, uh, and there are multiple times when that book has me in tears. And another book that has me in tears uh, is Something Needs to Change by David Platt. Regardless of uh, what you feel about uh, some of the last couple of year uh, with uh, David Platt and some of the things that he said in the pulpit that have gotten some attention for both positive and negative reasons and, and such, 
something needs to change is uh, his journey uh, in uh, in the Himalayas, uh, so, well, yeah, on on a on a hike, uh, really uh, through the Him- Himalaya region. And here you're going to uh, you're you're just going to probably cry. Also, <laughs> uh, I this is another book that uh, did have uh, me in tears, and I have read it a couple of times now. Uh, I uh, the last two books I I love. Um, Thinking about and, and looking at uh, the the challenges that faith itself has faced in uh, the overcoming uh, nature of our faith, there is uh, very little uh, that's um, uh, that has posed any real threat ever. Uh, when we actually look at uh, the, the journey of the gospel getting out, so the thing that poses the most threat is uh, quiet people who are afraid to to talk about it and to share and to build relationship. Uh, because uh, there is just some incredible, incredible things happening in other parts of the world. And there's also uh, a lot of uh, the world that uh, doesn't know Jesus, that isn't hearing his name, and that isn't uh, growing at all towards him uh, because of of how the world uh, is is against God, is against uh, the things of God, right? So uh, I could ramble on about the, these couple of books. Uh, Something Needs to Change is uh, the story of uh, David's hike and people that he met and, uh, again, conversations that he has where the, the gospel seems like uh, there's just no way that it could advance in these places, and it is moving and it is changing lives. Another book for you, Don't Waste Your Life, John Piper. Uh, this book is old. Uh, it is uh, fairly old, and it's been around for quite a while. If you've not read it, uh, I, I would, again, be surprised. If you've not heard the title, I would also be surprised. I, I think that this book here is uh, one, of, uh, one, of many, uh, one of many Christian men's top books. If they were to have a list, I think this one would pop up. Or it would be the one that you forgot. So you're like, oh, yeah, that book actually had uh, a significant impact on, uh, on my life at one point or another. Uh, the, the everything you need to know is, is in the title, Don't Waste Your Life. Uh, and John Piper does a, a great job uh, biblically approaching that topic uh, where, uh, again, the uh, world tells you one thing. What's, what, what is God saying? Uh, what, what is the message that we're missing? Uh, fantastic book uh, and, and one that will be around for uh, the ages to come. And then uh, God's Smuggler by Brother Andrew. Uh, this book here is, uh, is one that I, I thoroughly enjoy the, the read of it. Uh, it reads much like a, a story. It reads, uh, reads much like uh, a, a novel in, in many ways. And uh, I think that the thing that I took away that I, I love from this, this book here is that uh, there's no borders for God. Uh, there's no limitations for God. And as much as I might try and uh, build them up in my life or think that something is impossible, uh, there are, there's nothing that is impossible uh, with God. And there are a couple of uh, stories and moments that are going to come out of God's smuggler for, for you that uh, will uh, just just blow you away. Uh, and, and these are all, all five. All five of these books are uh, books that, uh, again, I I would recommend. I do recommend, and I think that they're uh, great additions to yourself. And circling all the way back to what I said there at the beginning, if you do not have a habit of getting into the Word, God's Word, every single day then my hope and my prayer for you is that you will not worry about building a habit of reading supplemental books and material, but rather that you would focus on getting into the Word and getting into uh, what God has for you, what's on those pages there, and making that the priority book that you spend your time in. 
uh, the first book that you spend your time in before you open up any others. That would be my encouragement to you. And if you're struggling with that, then guess what? You have found a reason to, A, share this podcast, share this episode, uh, but B, uh, to talk about this topic, period. Uh, hey, 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 man, I'm struggling with uh, getting into the Word. I just don't find a desire for it. Talk about it. I talk about it with somebody who's going to hold you accountable and who's going to tell you the truth. Uh, again, I mentioned before, you, you probably just aren't prioritizing it, to be honest. You're probably not prioritizing it. And yeah, there is a dose of spiritual warfare here. Uh, who, I mean, if, if you think about it, who, who doesn't want you reading the truth? Who doesn't want you reading the Word? Obviously Satan, obviously evil. Like, why would, like, duh, that's, that's, that's the game plan. That's, that's, that's a, why, why not drive a wedge between you and the easiest resource that you have? The reality is, and perhaps that's why God smuggler made it on my list, I, I have way, I have probably too many Bibles uh, on my bookshelf. I have access to so much. We have access to so, so, so many resources, including uh, the Word of God. There are places in this world that do not have access to a Bible like we do today. Uh, there are people in, that, that, in churches that would uh, absolutely uh, beg and, and, and cry for the resources that we have. So uh, hopefully this podcast adds some value for you today and, and where you are at. Uh, you are in my prayers as uh, listeners and sharers of this podcast. Again, that's the only way that we're going to grow. Uh, you'll notice there was no advertisements here. Uh, none of these books were sponsored advertisements, at least not yet. Wink, wink. Um, no, <laughs> we're, we're, we're a podcast that's just a word of mouth. Share it. Uh, if something was of value, if there's a conversation that can be started here, uh, press that share button, send it on its way, and uh, hopefully, hopefully I hear you on the next one.